The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Fred and I had so much fun live drafting the mixed labor draft in February. We decided to do it again here with the Yahoo Friends and Family League, which is drafting starting in about, oh, five minutes or so. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast uh, brought to you by the good folks at WinBet. I'm Jeff Erickson. He's Fred Zinke. Thanks for joining us here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching and following along with us here. Uh, we're about to start up the Yahoo Friends and Family uh, draft. At, uh, we're going to live draft cast it here. Uh, we did it with the mixed labor draft. We had some help on that one there, but it's just me and you tonight. Uh, Scott Jensad's in the league. He's also with Rotowire, but he's he's can't make it to the uh, live stream. But uh Nonetheless, Fred, we got a lot going on. We have teams making moves left and right, prospects making teams. It's a fun time right now. It is. It's. A, I, I think right now it's a really positive, fun time. We've got that recent Tigers Rays trade. We've got Bobby Witt, Julio Rodriguez making teams. We're going to have a ton of news that's going to be less fun in about 48 hours when teams start putting players on the season opening IL and that yep. that's going to be a very busy fantasy news day in all the bad ways and people are going to be tweeting out oh my gosh I just lost three players to yep. the IL all in one afternoon I didn't see some of them coming and things like that and some of them will be backdated and everything but but right now it's all positive it's all about who's making the team oh my god about- my 15th rounder is not in the starting lineup you know things like that too that, yes. that's the other thing that's always fun yeah what the heck yes. he's batting ninth what the heck? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, but right now, I find, yeah, we're in a really good positive stretch here. Everything I sent you, you know, a couple hours ago to get ready for tonight was all about, you know, positive stories, trades and and promotions and things like that. You know, whoever's, do, whoever's talking to you, well, Clay and Todd on Friday, for sure. And whoever you're talking to on Thursday, you guys may have some, some negative ones. This guy just showed up out of nowhere and they say he's going to miss three weeks. Yeah. yeah. Who's this guy that had three stolen bases? Who got right. who wait, he this guy's an opening day starter? What? Yeah, yeah. all sorts yeah. of good stuff like that. And then yeah. and that's not even accounting for the closer madness. When Mike Matheny puts pulls the switcheroo and uses <laughs> like yeah. yeah, I don't even know. Uh you know, someone that we didn't even roster at all uh as their closer, and you know, all the Scott Barlow uh, owners like myself are gonna go crazy. And meanwhile, Ryan Roos can be like, I told you so. Don't take don't go Ryan Roof, you know, or you know. Yeah. But it could happen. I mean, there's going to be one of those. Someone's going to blow a save and lose a job. That's always going to be a fun one there, too. I'm here for all of that. Yeah, there, there's also like some and I, and I get it, some tremendous buzz around these prospects who are getting to start in the majors. Like we never we haven't seen anything like this since we've been playing fantasy where these prospects that we assume would be buried for a couple months are all of a sudden on the opening day rosters. And I swear and I know I'm exaggerating here. I swear all of these guys are hitting like 700 in spring training. Like they're almost all of them when they when you see their slash lines in spring training, they're doing great. But one of them at least is going to go 0 for 8 in the first two days. Yep. And everyone's going to be, there's going to be a victory lapse everywhere. I told you so. And other oh, people God. slamming their hats in disgust being like, I knew I shouldn't have taken Bobby Witt in the fourth round. And yeah, there'll be some, I don't know which prospects it'll be, but there'll be, and then the prospect 
it may turn out to have a great season, but they're there. I feel like some of these guys are just on fire, like Witt, Rodriguez, um, you know, some of these prospects are just like, they're playing great in spring training. Like they, they can't continue anything similar to the success. Once the real thing starts. I had a FOMO draft last night, also on Yahoo, where I got both Witt and Julio Rodriguez. Okay. I was like, I, I pushed them up well above ADP because I'm like, it, it's first of all, it's my home league uh, yeah. that we always do. And it, secondly, it's like, yeah, I am going to get some Bobby Witt uh, in my life. I, oh, I had Witt and mixed labor. So I guess it wasn't totally a FOMO. But uh, at the same time, I also I wanted more uh, and right. I definitely wanted some Julio. And so I made sure that I got them. And this is one where I did, I went Dalton style. I went and got, uh, I, I went and got uh, six, six pitchers to start, including the top two closers. I, it was, it was a total fun team, fun size team. By the way, I'm waiting like most of my clock uh, for this first pick uh, upon popular request, uh, just to make sure everybody's in the room. Yeah. It looks uh, like PNL paused us for five minutes. So we got, five okay, there you go. Or we can so, chat. Like, so, for those yeah. that don't realize, I got the first pick. My first uh, 1.1 of the year. Pretty excited about that one, Fred, uh, because I know I'm getting Trey Turner. I'm starting off. I know I'm getting okay. stolen bases. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mike, Mike Curlin says, I think it's collusion. Yeah. It, yeah. Because Yahoo has good reason to collude with Rotowire. But, uh, well, <laughs> that, that's also It's true. Now, um, maybe it's just pity because i haven't won this league in a while it's been a long 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 time yeah maybe we should uh, go over just quickly for those listening to set the stage like what kind of league this is because it's a little different yeah. than the nfbc leagues that we talk about um roster wise it's quite similar except for the big difference that we use one catcher um also that we only have a four-man bench i think those are are two of the big differences roster wise. And then it has, I think the big thing for categories has the regular roto categories, but we have an innings pitch limit. I don't remember offhand what that limit is. It's attainable, but hard to attain. Like not every team gets to the innings pitch limit. It's 1400 right? innings. I think yeah. it's really difficult, especially with the 70 transaction limit. It's That's really, right. you know, I, I think it's almost, I, 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 to me, it's a non-factor now. When it was, I think at one year we had 1,100, 1,200. Then it was really a strikeouts per innings league. Yeah. Uh, and less than a, you know, than a, a strikeouts league as far as that goes. So, yeah, I, I, it, it's, it's there. It's present, but it doesn't really bother me too much. It's not It doesn't really inhibit my transactions. No. I, and I guess I should mention the other big difference is we can have daily lineup moves. Yes, and that is which massive. Helps, which helps with your innings pitched a lot since you can yeah. cycle your pitchers in and out of your lineup. Right. Uh, now the downside is that we, uh, do, do not have, uh, you know, with Otani, we only, you were set there's he's separate people. So you can't have like super turbocharged Otani, which I, I would love to have in a daily league. Oh, that would be something else. Now, then you'd really be happy you had pick one. He would have been your pick yeah. one. No brainer, right? Oh yeah. 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 No brainer. Absolutely. And any daily moves league where you get both of them. Yes. He, he's far and away. The, no, the number one pick. Uh, it just do the math. It, it, it's just crazy. You get all the starts, and then, yeah. and unless you don't want to, and you don't have to, if you got if it's a bad start or something like that, but you still get all. And then every other day, you don't have to make that decision on a week to week basis. You just make it on a day to day basis there, which is. Do you think he's awesome. too valuable in daily transaction leagues to the point where that's a, a flaw, like like no. where the commissioner should separate him? So, for example, I remember playing fantasy hockey in the 1980s when you weren't allowed to draft Wayne Gretzky because it was just too big of an advantage for the guy picking first. So, you know what we did uh, in my golf league with Tiger Peak Tiger Woods? Yeah. We split, split them into March Tiger, April Tiger, okay. et cetera. So and that's what so, I'm suggesting with Otani is in any daily transaction league, I think maybe in any daily league, Otani should be two people. Uh, I don't think it's that by far of an okay. advantage, I guess. Okay. I, I don't think he's, especially when you have thir 23 active roster spots or 21 or whatever the mm -hmm. case may be, depending on your yep. platform. Nah, I, I'd say just roll with it. Okay. Um, and you know, if he happens to be, if you happen to get the 1.1 and you don't take him, well, then you'll learn a hard lesson, but, yeah. uh, you know, or, or maybe he gets hurt too. You know, that, yep. that's the thing. It's, I don't think he's had a year over a year dominance like those other guys yet. You can't, mm -hmm. you can't put him in the same category. I think uh, time is also a factor as far as valuating that. Yep. Oh, I agree with that for sure. Yep. 
A friend of the podcast, Rob DiPietro, who does the Dead Pole Hitter podcast, has a very pertinent question for you, Fred. Are you sitting on the floor? You look short. Do you have <laughs> a short, a, tiny I am chair? A regular si- I am a regular-sized adult who is sitting on the floor. I do have a spot where I do all our podcasts. Uh, it's in the guest room of my house. Um, last year, I did it kind of against this sidewall. Lately, I've been doing it by this closet door. Yeah, the doorknob's the giveaway. Yes. The doorknob is the giveaway. Um, someone else, I forget who it was, someone else made fun of me on Twitter about that. So, um, yeah. Anyways, it's a quiet spot. Rob, just so you know, it's a nice carpet. Don't feel bad for me. I'm on a nice carpet right now. It's soft. I don't need a pillow or anything. Um, and, and I'll probably be here for the duration of this draft. There you go. Um, and every every time you've done a podcast, you've done that too. So Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I've always podcasted from yeah, from just sitting on the floor. I don't have a good desk or office setup. I don't work from home, so I don't have a good desk or office setup. Yeah. Here you go. You're up. Yeah. Um, Jen said in the chat, asked if I, if I hit the help button instead of the draft button, but I thought that was clever. <laughs> um, uh, I think we are good to go. Uh, I just want to make sure that it looks like everybody is – there's no one grayed out. So let's go, Trey Turner. Come on down. I got him in one auction league, got him in my NL keeper league, but that's it. Uh, that's the only time place where I've gotten Trey Turner until now. Right now he's gone. Don't he's gone. I know I'm the problem I'm debating right now is do I track this in my draft tool? Ooh, Vlad two by North star Stevie from Canadian. Weird. There you Smart. go. That was, yeah. Yeah. Steve, you had no chance, fantasy. Fred. Steve's a big fantasy hockey guy and he is. he is, does live like I do about an hour from Toronto or some, something like that. So that makes a lot of sense. He joined our home league in uh, our hockey league okay, uh, and he's doing very well. Plus he's a super nice guy. So yep. uh, that helps too. Like all Canadians. Yes. True. True. There, there's like three Canadians that aren't very nice. One <laughs> of them's Ty Domi. So he wasn't very nice. No, that's true. I, I always rooted Canadian... for Probert versus uh, Domi. Oh, did you? Yeah, you ever well, seen I'm the Probert? Fan. Now we're off. Now we're off topic. I don't know if you ever watched the Probert movie. I it's really good. I haven't yet. I it, will it's, check it out. It's really good. The first first half of it's incredible. The second half is hard to watch because his life goes downhill. For anyone listening, I don't even care if you're a hockey fan or not. Watch the Bob Probert movie. I I, I think it's on Amazon Prime or something like that. But um, yeah, it's it's really good. It's a sad life. Um, yeah, he died early. Yeah, and a lot of drug problems and and violence problems and things like that. But it's a, yeah, like I said, it's an interesting movie. Yeah. So for everyone that's not uh, doesn't know, I'm also doing the XFL draft of the you know, reserve and minor league draft that starts in an hour. Uh, so I'm going to be like triple tasking at some point <laughs> here because that wasn't enough just to do it like this. So good times. Um, but uh, I'm already like anticipating the data entry into the wrong draft tool at some point in time here. So good sense. luck with that. That should be, uh, that should be really fun. Uh, but uh, anyways, good stuff. Uh, I may have to choose not to track one of these drafts at some point, but uh, we'll see. Um, have you ever done two drafts at once? Never. I don't know if I could, I, I guess I could, I don't, I definitely couldn't do two drafts and podcast. Like I did yeah. that, that I think that's be, the extra tool. Yeah. It's just yeah. way beyond two hands, my, not three. Yeah. I could do two. I could, I could probably, I don't know if I could do two drafts. I think, I guess I could, it would be tough. I'm yeah. impressed. Yeah. Yep, so, so, so I, far for everyone, uh, after Vlad went second, Jose Ramirez, third, Bichette, fourth, Soto fifth. So that's all like pretty chalk. Um, an interesting one. Um, um, Razball gray took Kyle Tucker sixth which i don't think is a bad pick at all but it's a little no. higher than what we usually see bryce harper ah. seventh yeah. garrett cole eighth mookie that's, bets that, ninth and so cole is the guy that slips here you know that yeah. and that's partially because one of the you know gray from rasball was drafting sixth, i believe and he never takes a pitcher in the first round so that's that's kind of your thing and then bryce harper went to mike curlin you know, mike you know harper I, I can see it i can see it Oh, you got sniped on Corbin Burns. I was a hundred percent taking Corbin Burns. Oh, now and now you're on the clock. Womp, now I'm womp, on the womp. clock. So I'm going to go like a little out of the box. I want to try something a little different in this league. So I'm going to take 
steady Brandon Woodruff. Okay. Who I normally wouldn't take as high as pick 11. Um, but there's the Dalton Del Don factor. And for those who don't know, Dalton takes a lot of pitchers. He just took Walker Bueller yeah. on 13. And Dalton, so we pretty much, we don't know, but Dalton's probably going to start with two pitchers. Um, he's picking between me. Yeah. He's picking between me and the turn. So I know he's going to take two pitchers. I got to assume that other people picking 12th, 14th and 15th, someone's going to take at least one. So there's three pitchers who were going to go if I didn't take Woodruff and with DeGrom now out and Scherzer's fine, I guess, but might not, but isn't going to start the opener, but seems to be fine. Anyways, I decided I would reach a little bit just a little bit down my list and take Woodruff. I have more ranked as more of a like turn guy, one, two turn guy. Um, just thinking that I think there'll be hitters when it comes back. And I don't, yeah, see there goes Scherzer. Yep. Proof that Rasball doesn't march in lockstep. Donkey That's right. from Rasball just took Max Scherzer at 14. Um, although Gray might like Max Scherzer. I don't know, but he, I, I don't think he typically just takes that pitcher early there. So with, yeah. So with DeGrom now having dropped really far and Zach Wheeler having dropped a bit, that's two pitchers who were going say in February drafts, like say when we did labor, those two pitchers were going in the top 25 and they're both out of there now. So now I, I think I don't have anyone else on my list who has been go was going back, back when we did labor. I don't have any other pitchers on my list who were going in the first two rounds. Yeah. Like in the top 30 picks, the next, next guys would be by ADP would be like Arias, Nola, the, the, that type of player pitcher. So I decided I wanted to get one early because I feel like now if you want an early pitcher, you're going to have to reach up a little bit. So in our league, there are the two Otanis. It's not one player. So Otani, the DH just went at the 15, 16 turn along with Mike Trout. Uh, you don't get the pitcher version. I don't think that changes things too much because we've talked about this plenty of times before. Typically you're going to use Otani, the hitter more often than not. Anyhow, Mm -hmm. Josh Hader went to Dalton. I'm not surprised in the slightest about that. That's a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. He's done that before. Mm -hmm. I'm looking by the way, we've got a request for a live board. I, I don't have a link right now. I'm looking for it. Uh, but, uh, when we do, we'll see if we can, uh, I'll try to even post it here if we can. Um, it's more annoying the Yahoo, the Yahoo platform. And then my other problem is I'm, <laughs> this is inside baseball stuff. We do, uh, the, the podcast and stream yard, uh, but I'm doing, but the, my draft, I'm actually doing Safari. So I can't get the link working right. I got it, it. It's, it's a little complicated. So actually if you have. And Scott said there was a publicly viewable draft board, but I don't know where that is. So I'll see if I can find that. And if we can, we'll, we'll post it. I'm going to, I'm a little torn on this one, but you are up. That's right. I am. So we'll just refresh what people did. Uh, since uh, the turn, Mike Trout, 15, Otani, 16, Ozzy Albee, 17, Josh Hader went 18 to Dalton. Fre- Patrick Doherty just took Freddie Freeman. And you, my fine feathered friend, just took Manny Machado. So you only went with one pitcher, but you did get your pitcher early. Yeah. I. What was the debate? Liam Hendricks was the debate. I thought about Liam Hendricks. Um, Yeah. And I said I would get into this at some point. So I'll get into it now since I don't pick for a while. But um, I always struggle in this league. And this is where you got to know your league and yourself. Um, Mm -hmm. This is the only league I'm in where you can pick people up whenever you want. I struggle to pick people up in this league. First of all, because I'm an East Coaster who tends to go to bed fairly early. So when injuries happen in late night games or teams switch their closers, I am often asleep. And then by the morning, I look and I see, oh, I should look and see who the new Royals closer is or something like that. And I'm like, well, obviously he got snapped up in our league eight hours ago, six hours ago, things like that. The other one that we've joked about on this show a few times is uh, I am the worst for seeing a Major League Baseball news item and thinking to myself, I'm going to pick, I'm going to bid on that guy, that new player, you know, someone got called up or someone got hurt and there's a new starter on that team. And I'm going to bid on, I'm going to bid on that player next Sunday in NFBC and two hours later think I could have just gone into that friends and family league and picked that player up right away. I'm, I'm terrible at remembering to do that. And then I, so I never get them. So I did think about taking a closer because they're the ones that I really struggle to get off the waiver wire, but I didn't. So, and I don't know. I don't know if I'll, I, don't, I just felt like I, I can't get myself to take Hendricks in the middle of the second round or Hater 
in those top 20, 25 picks. Have you done that yet in any drafts? Uh, I've t- I took hate. I took Hendricks at two twenty nine or two twenty eight in the main event. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I feel like that's as high as I could go. Like the two three turn. Yeah. Is, is uh, my I haven't max. gone sooner than that. Um, yeah. I don't know if PNL DJ or Howard or Stevie is listening right now, but I will take Hendricks if he comes to me with one of my yeah. two picks. Yeah. Um. And I would. And if not him, I'll talk, probably take Iglesias. I will take a closer with one of these two picks and a starter with the other is my plan. Everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth, Fred, yeah. but uh, that's my plan right now. I'll tell you what, there's only, actually, there's only one starter I really want to take here, and that's Urias. Uh, I don't want to, I might be persuaded on Wheeler, uh, maybe Giolito, um, but that, that's it. Uh, I was happy to see Bieber go, uh, except for the fact that it takes away one more pitcher. Bieber just went a couple picks for me. There goes Giolito. Uh, it's starting getting that attrition. So there's here. one more pick. Assuming Steve's not listening, do you think he will double tap H- Hendricks and Arias? Yes, that is the that's my plan. And then Urias Iglesias. I'm not sure about Hendricks Iglesias. I might just take a hitter there if that's the yeah. Case. I hear you on that. Yeah, I think because Tioscar is still there, and you yeah. know I have enduring and again, love. Yeah. I might take Tioscar anyhow because I love me some Tioscar. But that means yeah. I'm giving up a pitcher of some some ilk, and. It's a long way to pick sixty for my next pick. My next pick after that, if I yeah. if I have no pitchers in the first or only one pitcher in that area, so yeah, that's true see. for sure. Yeah, Turner is just such a nice start because he gives you so much balance. Like we're talking three hundred hitter, you know, thirty ish steals and about twenty five home runs. And I even think there is is a thirty homer season potentially at once in Trey Turner's career. Like I wouldn't predict it, but I think I'm comfortable at twenty five. So. I think uh, there goes Tim Anderson. So you can go ahead and draft the the people you want while you're drafting those pitchers. I will say that the, the reason I took Machado is that I just, and I'm sure Jeff, you found this as well. I hate third base this season. I hate third base later on in my drafts. So I, I hate um, you right back. Uh, yeah. I recently did a draft with, uh, and I, and I don't love shortstop late in the draft either. There's lots of shortstops I like, but they're all in like the first five or six rounds. So I found recently I did a draft where I early in the draft got, um, Machado and I can't want to say Marcus Simeon, not in like the first two rounds or anything, but somewhere in those first four or five rounds. And then I felt really good the rest of the draft, just not having to address third base. That's why I love the Jose Ramirez build early on. Too. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would have taken Turner like you did. I think that's the right move. But if after that, like I really like Ramirez. Yeah. Before we talk about my next uh, my my pair of picks that I just made, a uh, quick note from our friends at WinBet. WinBet is now the exclusive sponsor for RotoWire's Fantasy Podcast. WinBet brings you all the latest action with a user friendly interface, money line bets, boosted parlays, over unders, round robins, live betting, and so much more are at your fingertips. Want a break from sports betting? Head into WinBet's digital casino and take a spin on roulette, double down in blackjack, slam the slots, or try your hand at baccarat. Wear that fancy jacket that Fred often wears just for at, in gym class, even when he's teaching it. You know, <laughs> he wears the tuxedo, but plays baccarat on WinBet. WinBet is currently available in nine states Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia, while rapidly expanding. At WinBet, the possibilities are limitless, Regist- unless you're in California which then they're limited uh, register for win bet today, make a qualifying deposit and wager to receive $200 in free bets. Promotion may vary by state. Download win bet. Now that's W Y N N B E T win bet. The exclusive partner for RotoWire's fantasy podcast. All right, Fred, uh, I, I did it. I did Urias and Hendricks as I kind of threatened. I do mm-hmm. uh, not threatened. I promise. Right. I, <laughs> I promise. Yeah. You know, and now I feel like I, the, the good thing is going that route gives me a lot of flexibility with what I can do. I've got stolen bases. I've got two pitchers that I really like. Yep. I'm missing out on some pretty good hitters here. I'm missing out on Teoscar and Judge. I get that. That That's frustrating. I could have a killer offense. But, man, I never want to be short pitching in this league. You can never hit enough closers, I feel like. Yeah, and we just saw a real run on pitchers, so that probably makes you feel pretty happy. We saw Robbie, Robbie Ray. I'm up now. Robbie Ray, Sandy Alcantara, and Aaron Nola go in the span of four picks. So I feel like now you probably feel even better about having taken uh, the players you did. I am going to take Rizal Iglesias. Okay. That, was, so that makes that's me feel a gift okay for you. Pa- that's, uh, that's okay about making me feel – it makes me feel okay about passing up on uh, Hendricks last time. I would prefer Hendricks. 
But yeah. uh, I think I feel okay about that now with having Machado. So, so yeah, so we both, sure. went, we both went at least one early closer, which is a, a plan I've been pretty comfortable with all of draft, se- draft season. And I'll tell you what, the, the third closer often will go at that two, three turn in the NFBC. My, uh, yeah. And I get in that mindset. There is no overall contest, obviously. Right. But there is a powerful incentive to get saves in this league. I've seen it all the time. So uh, just I'm pretty happy with that. It worked out pretty well. Uh, question on uh, just this is unrelated to the draft, but Noel V. Marte. Uh, a lot of people are talking about him. You know, he's not coming up this year. I don't think it, it, he's like going to be in like high A ball, double A. I think it's going to be a while before we see him. I love the potential. He's going to be the next year's it guy is like when he's going to get the call up. But I don't think he's going to be you're going to see a whole lot of him this year. Just no, wanted to answer no. that. It was mentioned in the, in the chat there. Uh, Fred, question for you. Scott asked about this. Do you think the Ontario government will get their act together, get things figured out so people can play the NFBC next year? And, and not to mention DFS. Yeah, so I, I haven't, I know Rob Silver had tweeted out about that story. And in all honesty, just between all the drafts I've been doing recently and just life outside of that, I haven't put a lot of research into that new law in Ontario. So I need to you? at some point. And in all honesty, anti Canadian? Come on. I, I may not research it. I may just ask Rob for some. <laughs> that's some, research. Some, that's, yes, that's I guess research. so. So uh, just a, a DM to Rob saying, can you explain that to me in a little more detail? I think maybe good. So I don't know if that applies to this season. I mean, I don't know what you do about drafts you've already had and teams you've already, right? And teams you've already picked and, and everything. But yeah, uh, yeah, that's, it, it would be concerning if that's something that goes in that doesn't get fixed up this year. So, yeah. and I think it's all related to government related um, gambling that they're trying to push. And right. And they're trying to get you to go with their exclusive. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Crap and like they can that. make those rules because they have the power to do that. Yeah. Uh, we, I do think I have a live board. Um, hold okay. on please for that. We'll be, yes. Uh, yeah, we do have a live board. It's, it's pretty basic looking. It's not going to be very fancy, but it is there. So we'll put it up here and people can follow along. Uh, we'll do that. Uh, you can follow along with us. Yeah, it's, it's, it is updating. It is working. So yeah, here Good. we go. Uh, I will share the screen. Look at us with the technology usage. Yeah, impressive. We are and here we are. Okay, there we go. So now you can see it, and I'll, you know, that's some super huge font. So let's see what I can do about that. Maybe that helps a little bit. People can follow along. The thing is, uh, I think you have to refresh. Uh, so maybe okay. get. For, I may have to. Yeah. So interesting. Dalton started off with two pitchers. He went a little, a little different on us here. He went with uh, uh, two Royals, Adalberto Montesi and Bobby Witt Jr. with the next couple of picks. So two hitters early. It's irrational exuberance time for Dalton Del Don. Yeah, I've seen. I I think I've I remember Dalton talking about Montesi just as a high variance player who can complement his usual pitching heavy. Like he can take. He's the type of player where if everything clicks, he could take a pitching heavy team and put it over the top. Yeah. If everything clicks. And maybe he sees Bobby Witt Jr. as the same thing. Now, so his pick of Bobby Witt Jr. is 48. Um, his main event ADP in the last week or so is right around that. So this is actually the new ADP for Bobby Witt Jr. Yeah. How do you is. feel about uh, that? Paul Spore took him at 4.1 in the NFPC main. Chris List took him at 312 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so pretty crazy. Um, I'm not in on, on, um, on Mondesi, but I am in on Witt. Um, you in on wit in the top 50 picks? Uh, uh, probably not, yeah. but I might, well, see, here's the thing. I don't have any FOMO. I had, I got wit like at 110 and mixed labor. So I feel like, okay, I, I, I don't have that itch to scratch. So I can just, I, if it's a value, I'll take them. I, I don't yeah. feel like I have to force it. I think that's something that I really liked it, like about right. that there for what it's worth. Um, you, by the way, took Cedric Mullins uh, pretty late. Oh, pick 50. Yeah, I like that, right? Pretty happy about that because I neglected steals a little bit, obviously, to get Woodruff and to get Iglesias. And I think that's a, that's a good example of just, yeah, to get Cedric Mullins in round four of a 15-team league is unusual. So, But you ha- this is where I've always felt like you have to be open-minded in your draft. And I know all the 
or most of the best fantasy players make a draft plan, which mm-hmm. is great. Like you're, like you said, like the old Mike Tyson lineup plan is everyone has a plan until you get punched in the mouth. Well, sometimes you don't get punched in the mouth. Sometimes like really good things happen and you don't want to look a gift horse in the mouth. Like I would not, cons- I would not think that Cedric Mullins would be there at what was that about, about pick 50 is exactly so, 50. Yeah. Uh, so that worked out pretty well for you. Um, yeah. Well, and I think you've got to be prepared to pivot and take, do something like that if it happens. Well, Mondesi and Witt get pushed up. Mullins goes down. Buxton gets pushed right. way up. And that's been, that's a trend, by the way. That's happening a lot. Uh, Buxton is now a third round guy in almost every draft, except for in my first NFPC main, uh, where I, I, I overlooked him to get my, my catcher, Will Smith, by the way, this is a one catcher league. People should know that, um, really depresses the value of catchers. Um, so just keep that in mind when you don't see Sal Perez going right now, that's why Stevie takes another blue Jay and Kevin Gossman, uh, (laughs) Eva La Blue Jays, but I'm not in on Gossman at that price. I'm a little wary of him. I'm on the clock, so go ahead. I'll take it away. I'll take it away and counterpoint you and say I, I'm okay with Gossman. Well, this price is a little high, but pitching has been going high in this draft. Actually, it's not bad. Pitch pick 59 for Gossman. He was the highest ranked pitcher remaining on my list at the time he left. Uh, he went. I've seen Gossman more often go around pick 70, 65, something like that in some drafts, but. But it's also just relative to the room. So we've had, like, Max Freed has already gone. Um, we've already had about seven relievers go in this draft. So um, at that point, I'm okay with Gossman. I think that's pretty fair. So Jeff's first pick, I'll divulge all his secrets while he's busy drafting. His first yeah. pick here on the turn is Chris Bryant, um, which I think is a fair value now that he's in Colorado and is going to hit 400 this season. Everybody. And he's a third baseman. And he's a third baseman. He's in everything. Like he's a yeah. he's a third baseman. I heard he might catch. Like this guy's <laughs> do, doing it all now. He's in Colorado. So no, anyways, he he does he he's third base and outfield, which is great. Um, that's a that's a nice combo. The infield outfield combo is nice. So, and I do think he could hit three hundred now that he's in Colorado. I think the big test for him and for the rest of that lineup will be how they fare on the road. Like they'll obviously be productive at home. I think Colorado's lineup last year, which was pretty crummy on paper and pretty close to last on the road, I think they were 11th in the majors in runs scored, if I, if I remember it correctly. So, I mean, Colorado can score can be crummy on the road and still score a lot of runs. Um, you and then the second pick was Tyler O'Neill. Nice power-speed combo. I feel like this is, like, right around his ADP. Yeah. I gave up some starting pitching by doing going that, uh, going this route. Um I, you know, I, I thought about maybe going with a pitcher, one pitcher, one hitter. I felt O'Neill's power speed combo was too much to pass up. Yeah. And again, I want to have that, that optionality. Bryant qualifies at three positions in this league, by the way, keep in mind, it's, it, you know, it's a let, it's a low, it's only 10 games to qualify last year or five starts. So Bryant's first third and outfield Turner's second and short. Um, I, I've got some optionality here, which I always, I love having that. I was, I, Musgrove, Joe Musgrove would have been my other option. Stevie went with it. Stevie went with George Springer, another, of course, amazing Blue Jay. Go Blue Jays. You know uh, what? I got to give Steve a hard time though. Like Steve, if you're if you're listening to this now or later, if you're going to do this, go all in. So he took Guerrero, and then on the two three turn, he took Tim Anderson and Whit Merrifield. Both fine. Take Tay Oscar. Yes, take Tay Oscar. In fact, take Tay Oscar and Marcus Simeon. Like, I know he's not a Blue Jay anymore, but come on. He just careered with the Blue Jays. That would have been awesome. Vlad, Teoscar, Simeon, and now Gosman and Springer. That would have been awesome. If you're going to do this, like, let's, let's do it. If you're going to do the damn thing, do the damn do thing. Do the damn thing. I agree. So, no, I'm just kidding. Steve, Steve's yeah. got I, – I think Steve's picked these Blue Jays pretty much at value. So, I yes, think I'm I know. fine. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, it'll be – it's still going to be team fun. You know, and you like yes. that. You like – you want to draft a team that you want to root for. Ooh, Julio Rodriguez goes 66 overall to gray from Rasball. So there you go. So there, there, if you want to see what the changing value is, there, 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 there it is. is. For you right so now. I think that his NFBC ADP between now and opening day will actually be, uh, I think even earlier than that, not by much, but a little bit earlier than that. Yeah. So I, I just got fun. sniped. I was pretty excited to take Jordan Romano with my next pick. And I did. And I had Steve out of the way. He had already gone. So I was yep. pretty pumped, and now I kind of got sniped on that. So I'm all not the closers getting, are going. You know, I'll not I'm, be getting Jordan. Is, but you have one, 
So you're not really that sniped. I know, but I, I, but I having two would have been pretty sweet. I that would have been like, I talked about, about not having to worry about third base. I would have been able to do the rest of this draft without having to think about a closer. That, that I was Scott Jenstad, by the way, that did that to you. So you can, when you speak of him, don't speak. That. <sighs> While you're thinking about that. He doesn't even live say, anywhere near Toronto. No, no, he doesn't. <laughs> what the heck? It's almost like the, those other people can get those guys too. While yeah. you're thinking about your next pick, I'm going to do a little bit of business here. Sounds good. Better edge. Uh, bet against others with no fees involved. That's right. No pesky hidden fees to ruin your day. Better edge is a social betting marketplace where there's no fee on each transaction. Better Edge is a social betting marketplace, and chances are it's legal in your state. We bring betting back to its social roots where you can like, comment, and challenge other users all within the app. Play without getting played at Better Edge. Go to betteredge.com. That's B-E-T-T-O-R-E-D-G-E.com to sign up today. Fred's about to make his pick. Uh, We're going to take a little five-second break so our Blue Wire sponsors can get a play, uh, play when we do this in the download. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, and we are back. Fred, you're on the clock. Fred is, yeah, Fred's a little bit torn right now about his next pick. Yeah. And if he wants to chant something and he's you know so what? torn, he's talking in the third person. He it's is. Awesome. Um, Fred is getting upset. I took Jorge Polanco, kind of boring, safe. The, the top tier of closers is gone plus one in Gallegos because we do not know if uh, Gallegos is going to be closing still. You know, it could be Jordan Hicks for all we know. Uh, although I don't think it will be, but, you know, some people think it is. So he, he, he was a very popular pickup because the Cardinals do seem committed to doing a like head of a committee sort of thing here. Yeah, absolutely. I still think Gallegos gets uh, – we talked about this, I think, a little bit last week. I think he gets 15-ish saves, something like that. Sal Perez just went. Pick 72. I did think about taking Perez instead of taking Polanco and just locking up. I, I maybe should have. I did think strongly about taking him. 
Yeah. I mean, there comes a point for everybody where, you know, okay, we devalue catchers, but you still, you know, Perez is still the lead one and Real Muto and Smith are pretty close. Uh, but yeah, we, I hadn't reached that point, but it's getting closer. Yeah. It's just that, you know, in this league, like I know that they'll be, you can get a replacement level catcher on the, like not many people keep a replacement level catcher on their bench with a yeah. four man bench. So I just didn't feel the need to push it. Um, but I do, I do think it's the right time for him. So, and I did, and I did think about him. I also, the, when I will let the clock run right down, my debate was actually not about Sal Perez. It was between um, Polanco and Dylan Cease, who just went, and I believe you're right, not a Dylan Cease Two picks after fan. yours. Yep. Yeah. You're not a Dylan Cease fan, but in this league, which does have I'm not an, an cap, I'm not an anti fan. I want to okay. make that clear. I don't hate All right. him. You're not a hater. I just you're don't a... love him either. Okay. Okay. You're, there you're goes Eloy Jimenez at 77. You know, Eloy was a gift to me in the main on Saturday. I got him at like 97. Wow. Uh, which, yeah, that was nice. That was fun times. I enjoyed that. Um, so, but yeah, that's, uh, you, you know, can't, you can't, not every pick has to be a gift. Sometimes you go strike ground and go, go yeah. after it there a little bit more. Uh, Carlos sure. Rodon just goes, you are on deck right now with your next yeah. pick. What are you thinking for this next pick? So, oh, I was just about to say Frankie Montas. Even if you think it, they snipe it from you. That's how tough this room is. Goodness. Yes, that's pretty much it. I thought it, and they took him away from me. Um, Now, I've got a tough decision. And I think I'm going to go with another guy who's boring well, let's take jose, a look. Altuve. jose altuve jose altuve yeah not, not that many exciting. stolen bases but no. uh you you do have a decent amount there let's let's take I, a look I, at what you've got on your team you've got polanco machado mullins altuve woodruff and glacius you got mullins that runs a lot machado runs some polanco that runs some yeah you don't you, you're not locked into needing uh steals with that pick so my, I always argue the case against Altuve is you don't want your middle infielder not to run, but you've got that covered with uh, 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 with Mullins, so it's okay. Not, and you got some yeah. stolen bases from your third baseman too. I'm also getting out of that. I'm trying with this draft a little bit to get out of that NFBC mindset where yeah. I have to have to be like top thirty percent in steals. Right. Um, I don't in this league. Like I, I could be, but balance is nice, but not absolutely necessary. Yeah, I, I don't want to finish last in a category. I'm not punting anything. Obviously, I already have some steals and some saves, so I'm not punting anything. But yeah, I don't have to finish in the top half of the league in steals. I'd like to, but I don't have to. So. So, uh, yeah, I, I did. And actually, my debate was in my mind was between Altuve and Nick Castellanos, who I went with the very next pick. So my my uh, go-to pick of all go-to picks is Alec Manoa. I always get him, and Gray from Rasball just took him. So This is one of those drafts where you're on the turn, and you're just not going to get as many of those go-to picks, yep. right? Because you have to sit for so long. You per, Like you in this draft have to sit for so long in between picks mm-hmm. that it's unlikely – like, well, it's less likely that some of these guys that you often get, like if you were sitting in the middle, I think you'd probably have Manoa. Yeah, I think that's so, right. So it's just, that's the difference when you're on the turn is, you know, you take your two shots and then, and then anyone else, everyone else in your queue probably gets wiped out by the time it gets back to you. Yeah, that's right. So Javi Baez just went, Kyle Schwarber, that's, he's getting a lot of helium. Um, and I think the deserved, but it's still, yep. it is helium nonetheless. I agree. Uh, Nolan, Nolan Arenado. Yeah, that, that, you know, I'm not big in Arenado, but that, that price is pretty good. It's fine. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He was within my top yeah. 10 guys left or something like that. Yeah. And North star Stevie's up. Who is the highest remaining J it is. <laughs> um, for you. There's no way. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, there. Chapman. Chapman's probably it. You could you probably don't have to take him just yet though. Uh, Haniger goes instead. Who does play near the Canadian border? Yeah, it's true. Jays fans often go to that series. They do. Yeah, um, the ones that are based out west, eh? Yeah. Just uh, taking a quick look here. I don't see any good. It's too early for Joey Votto if he was going to try to stay oh, patriotic. I like, I like your style there. Yeah. Yeah, we got to think outside the box here. He's not going to pick it. Can't pick all Blue Jays. I'm trying to look for yeah some Canadians. Yeah. He really could have double tap Canada with Romano, who is both Canadian and a Blue Jay. 
Yeah, I'm going to go double tap starting pitchers here. Are you? Trevor Trevor Rogers, highest ranked pitcher left on my list. And opening day starter from a 100-win team. Can you name him? Last year, 100-win team, and he's an opening day starter this year. No. Shane Shane McClanahan. McClanahan. Nice. Yeah, Uh, I'm I'm pretty happy with that turn. Um, Now I've got three starters. I, I can do a lot. Uh, there. Now, Trevor Rogers, we'll see if they baby him a little bit and McClanahan for that matter. Yeah. But uh, now, uh, I mean, yes, I, I I have four pitchers, three hitters uh, through this now. And now I, and I think there's a drop off in starting pitchers after that. And we just saw Zach Gallen go, for instance. And I would not take Zach Gallen in this tier. I would wait a lot longer before I'd be taking Zach Gallen. Even yeah. though I have him in keeper leagues, I just I think there's way too much risk at this point. Yeah, he wasn't near the top of my list for sure. There yeah. are some pitchers that I still like. What round are we in now? Seven. Yeah, there's some I like, but I don't put. I don't think they're in the same tier. So this is a draft where I definitely am happy that I took Woodruff. Maybe even wish I had taken one more pitcher early because you're right. Like the pitchers have really flown off the board in this one. Yeah, they have. Um, and I am thrilled. Uh, with that yeah while i'm basking in my thrillness give you one more uh uh, one more note baseball is back that's right an entire glorious season all 162 games and with live events resuming you can actually be there to catch all the action in person with vivid seats every backdoor slider every round tripper every doubleheader can be experienced live and with vivid seats rewards you can start earning free tickets from your very first purchase just buy collect stamps and redeem it's that easy from behind the dugout to upper level, to the upper level. Vivid Seats has you covered for all the games that matter to you. Pro tip, buy tickets for your whole group. Split the bill and make progress towards your free ticket even faster. Just vivid, visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, life happens live. Jeff Erickson here. I am with Fred Zinke. We are doing the Yahoo Friends and Family Draft. We're doing a live cast of it. About the first hour, about 5.55, we're going to... Uh, Best Coast time, we're going to sign off because then I have another draft I'm doing at exactly the same time because I'm just that silly. Uh, what, so, what's trickier, Jeff? Two drafts at once or a draft and a podcast? Two drafts at once. Okay. Multi-screens, multi-draft tools, trying to click guys off. And I'm a little behind in prepping for the other one there. So trying yeah. to upload everybody, what everybody's done. I don't even know what I'm going to do with my first few picks and that one there. So that's why we can't talk. Chew, you know, I can't draft and chew gum at the same can't time. Can't draft and chew gum at the same time. Yeah. You are one away. Uh, some picks that just happened. Uh, we saw Jose Abreu just go off the board. Taylor Rogers, uh, the, the the Twins closer version of the Rogers just went. Alex Bregman, who fell to a pick one hundred, just went. You're now up. You have already picked. You decided it was time for JT Real Muto. Yeah, I actually You're a real man. A little bit considered him with my last pick. Not really. Um, but I considered him. Um, okay. Yeah, I think it was time. I felt like Sal Perez. I almost took him a couple rounds ago, right before he went. And after after he went, I thought, you know, that I felt like that was pretty good value on on when Perez went. And it, if mm-hmm. Real Muto was going to hang hang around similarly long, then I'll, then I would take my shot at him. That's another way to with Real Muto, and you don't get this with Perez, who I admit it's like I would prefer Perez, but um, with Real Muto, he does help the cause of plugging away with steals, and I kind of have. Like I have the like 25 or something steals from Cedric Mullins. But then after that, I'm just maybe 10 or 12 from Real Muto, maybe 10 or 12 from Machado, maybe eight or 10 from Polanco, maybe five from Altuve. So I'm just trying to kind of plug away and support him right now. I don't have a zero steal player or anything close to it. That's good. I guess Altuve is kind of close to it. Sorry. Maybe I'm giving him too much credit. Probably. Yeah. Just kidding. Uh, He's like a five stolen base guy. Kind of like Chris Bryant is. That's the way I five to five to 10. But I feel like, and maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong in this assumption, but I feel like a definite like five steel guy. Like I I would be shocked if Altuve yet went down to like one steal. I I guess I would be surprised. Yeah. Giancarlo is definitely a zero steal guy. He just went to pick one Oh four. I, I almost took him with my two back where back at the front part of the turn there. Cause it's just, he could hit 50 homers. He's like that one guy still hanging around there. Yep. Uh, would have thought about it. He, he's typically a Rasball player. I know Rudy from Rasball always gets Giancarlo Stanton. So uh, sometimes it pays off. Second half of the season last year, it paid off. That's for sure. 
Now, yeah, Otani, the, the top pitcher, three just or went. so remaining hitters on my list when I took Real Muto. Yeah. Otani, the pitcher, just went at the turn. In case you're wanting to put a value on split Otanis, that's where he goes, the pitcher version, uh, at, at 715, pick 105. Uh, we are now starting. Carlos Correa just went. I won't do play by play on every single pick, but they, you get the idea there a little bit. Yeah. So I am at the point right now where I really need, I'm coming up in what, three picks. I feel like I really need a pitcher. As you said, there was a bit of a drop off at one point, but I feel like it's time to start. Who do you like here? A little more. Don't worry, Dalton's not, not listening. I might That's not fine. take, but I might not take a pitcher. So uh, you don't want to give away your secret sauce. That's fine. Um, I appreciate you. Yeah. I might get one more pitcher, by the way. I, there, there's two guys that if they're there, I'll take one of them. Um, I'll just I won't I won't divulge the identity of them. But if you've been following my drafts, you kind of know who I like at this point. There are two guys uh, that I, I would take if they if they come to me. Um, other than that, I'm looking probably best available hitter. And the good news is I feel like I can go kind of any spot there with that if I want to. Right. Yeah. Fernando Reyes qualifies at outfield in this league. He just went at pick 108. There's well, very I'll ahead, few. I'll go ahead, Jeff, and divulge that if Brian Reynolds doesn't get picked right now, I'm going to take him because I have him ranked much higher than the other hitters who are left in this draft. I don't, I like I'm not an always – there goes Clayton Kershaw. I'm drafting Brian Reynolds. So I feel like I need a pitcher positionally, but I'm going to chance it a bit. Um, I'm in kind of near the middle of the draft, so – maybe that kind of helps me to get a pitcher back, but I'm not always a, the Brian Reynolds owner or anything. So I just think pick 110 is much, I bet his NFBC ADP is more like pick 90, 95. And I'm often in on him around his regular ADP. So I feel like this time he's fallen. Uh, Patrick Doherty, by the way, says in the yeah. chat was agonizing between Reynolds and Kershaw. So that's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, so and you, I, I like, called that too. Yeah. So, so now I, and then Gray all right. Raswell says, sounds like a lose, lose. Great. Always Gray's always good for a quip. They are, yes. The Rasball team, I don't know how they do it. They're 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 amazing. So impressive with the way they can roll out like all the little quips and all their articles. Really, really good. Yeah. So, I'm actually so, starting okay, to throw but some now, guys now in my, my hands queue. are tied. Now I need to draft. I need to draft some pitching at some point here. Uh needs kind of an overall. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Right? Yeah. Have fun with it. Try a different strategy, right? Sure. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. So you what can, are you thinking as it comes to your turn? Well, I've got one of two pitchers. Yep. Um, the, and Will Smith, just the catcher just went. So that's a pipe dream. Uh, yep. was Anthony Rendon just went, he was kind of like my best on the best available on the board, but really not my choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian Yelich just went. That is not my choice. I'm not a Yelich guy. Uh, so that was fine. Uh, I did not mind seeing him go. Mm. Grisham there was Scott Barlow. That's kind of that's the end of another closer tier for me. Yeah, um, yeah. There's one more. I I kind of knew I wasn't going to get the second closer because I spent the early pick on uh, the yeah. first closer. Mm-hmm. I don't like going two closers in the top ten if I go with the Hendricks or the Hater or even Iglesias. You know, go with the, the second or third round draft capital on that. So I'll disclose that I'm not going to get closer in this this turn, which mm-hmm. means it's going to be a long wait, uh, pretty much because mm-hmm. it's super shaky after that. Yeah, this tier is, yeah, been picked picked through pretty well. I think it's yeah. done. So, yeah. and that's there's one pitcher. Seeing... There's one pitcher who was in the news last week. Um, okay, that, that's I, yeah. You know who I'm talking about, right? Yep. Yeah, I can. Why am I doing speaking? You're not taking him, so you can go it's ahead McGee. and say it. It's McGee. Uh, yeah. is the only other guy that comes close, I think. Yeah, and I'm a little. I still don't have him up where I have those other guys. Just I haven't fully gone in on you know, like sure. I, I. I know the comment was he would be the closer if the season opened right now, and I get that. I just so it's kind of mealy mouth. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a yeah a slight endorsement. So I, I did move him up in my rankings after that quote, but not quite as high as, as uh, the Barlow Rogers, that, that tier. So, but I do yeah. think he'll go, I haven't looked at what his NFBC ADP was over the weekend or, or say over the last three days or something, but I think he's going to go here in the next, whatever round, round and a half in this draft. 
yeah. and I'm not going to be the one who takes them. Right. So there you go. Um, I, yeah, I am looking at, I'll probably go one. I'm going to probably go one starter, one hitter. Blake Snell went. That was not one of the two starters I was looking okay. at. Although Snell has ace upside. Yep. He's also got like really awful downside. He, he only went, went inning in a third last outing. He may not be going deep into games for a while, which has always been his problem. Wainwright just went. That's interesting. Um, that is- I like Wainwright. But I always think he, you know, I, I always think he's undervalued, but that's even early for him. That All right. Eight. Yeah. Okay. You're up. Make your moves. I'm going to go with the sure. guy I go with almost every time. This is my pitcher, Luis Garcia. Come on down. I thought that was going to happen. He was one of the ones in my queue. So I'm a little angry. Yeah. Good. But it's my own good. fault. I took Anger's Ryan Reynolds. A little healthy I let him go. for you. And I'm going to go with friend of my draft board, Mr. Dansby Swanson. I seem like yeah. I. These are a couple Jeff Erickson classics right here. Yes, they are playing the hits. You know, they tell us on Sirius XM, play the hits, play the hits. So there you go. (laughs) Playing the hits with Dan Swanson. Yeah. Could have maybe waited again. There don't love. I don't think so. I don't think think either one of those players would have made it back to you. Oh, I agree. But there's, there's also 28 other players. So, you know, (laughs) saying you wouldn't make it back to me is not really saying it's a good pick either. Okay. So I think that both of those players were good picks. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. I'll pack you on the back. Yes. Uh, Mark Melanson just went. He's another guy who I feel like is just, it's just part of the closer market. He's probably artificially high for his skill Not set. someone I'm taking there. Yeah. I didn't even consider him there. Yeah. Um, oh, Steve, actually, Steve took those. We've talked as much about Steve's drafts as anyone. Steve went veteran, veteran with Wainwright and Melanson. Yeah, he did. Yeah. You know, of, I'll say this. He has the job. Yeah. There's something to be said for that. Yep. I just, I mean, his his, tri- his strikeouts are terrible. Sonny Gray was the other pitcher that I would have taken had he been. Okay. As I, there is play for Mr. Gray as far as I'm concerned. Oh, Logan Gilbert went. He was not in the top Sean of my queue, but I like Logan Gilbert. Yeah. I would have been excited about that. Yeah, starting to get uh, – yeah, it's, it's it's getting tough out there. Um, run a bit of a pitcher run, and I need a pitcher, so I would appreciate it if these guys would just <laughs> stop this run right now. I have five Scott pitch. just oh, ruined my there goes run. another one. Nathan that was Eovaldi. who I was going to take, Eovaldi. Now I, Scott's ruining my night. Yeah. Jensen's good that way. You don't want to be near him in a draft, that's for sure. He's no. nice and far away from me. Oh, my gosh, and then Framber Valdez went. That's my whole queue. My whole queue just got wiped out. Oofta. On the way to that. And right up to you. So who's your next pitcher? Is there um, one? Forget it. I'm not taking a pitcher. Screw you guys. I can't. I'm going I can't home. I just wiped out my whole queue. Screw you guys. Yeah. Um, Love it. I don't really like any of my options right now. Um, so I'm just going to find someone who I feel kind of good about. You can take uh, a second catcher. Punish us for not taking one. Yeah. Uh, No, that doesn't sound like a good plan either. It's a list plan. You know, punish the the crowd. Uh, By the way, folks, we're going to take this through the end of the uh, 10th round. um, And that, at which point we're going to sign off because then I got to get ready for my other draft. So uh, Ty France, multi-position God goes to. Yeah. Not excited about that pick, but. You get a mate. That was a bit of a panic move. Maybe I should have taken Jake McGee actually at that point, who just went right after I picked. But that, so there, that might be the worst and I did it live on a podcast. That might be the worst that I've ever been sniped. So I had a pitcher queue of like five guys. It was after you picked. So it was about mm-hmm. seven or eight picks away from me. And I had, well, I had Garcia in it when you picked. And then I had Ivaldi. I had Manaya. I had Mali. I had Framber Valdez. I had Logan Gilbert. I had Sonny Gray. I had them all in my queue. And they all went in the span of about seven or eight picks. Wow. And just wiped the whole queue out. And now... It's hard to have seven contingencies. You better start doing it now, though, because for this next one, um, you, I, I I'm curious I to see up, how you fill out your starting pitching. Um, I had built up so many contingencies that I thought there was no way they would all go. In fact, I was hopeful I could maybe get two of them. Yeah. So hope is a good thing, Red. It's not a yeah. plan, though. Yes. Um, Joseph so, Votto. Steve is disappointed. And I'm kind of disappointed. Too. Yeah, he let he let him sit too long. If he wanted to go that Canadian route, he let him sit too long. I did. Dalton Varsho just went at ten point one, way later than he goes in most drafts because again, one catcher. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I I had thrown him in my queue. He was okay. someone I was interested in, and I don't have any Dalton Varsho this year. And yet, this is the 
with the speed he brings to the table, that was interesting. Right. Well, I've, I've got speed, but not a ton of it, but I've got more than most. Um, I'm not, I'm not, I, I can't skew it entirely the rest of this draft, but uh, right. by the way, I was hoping we'd be about 17 rounds in by the time my other draft started and alas, that's <laughs> not going to be the case. It's going to get really ugly. I feel like I mean, this draft is moving at a decent pace. It is. You were hoping Don't, it would go even faster. Yes. Maybe I'll type that in the chat box. Jeff, Jeff is disappointed, guys. Jeff yeah. is disappointed in your drafting speed. Matt so Barnes, the closer run is real and spectacular. He, Matt yeah. Barnes in the tenth round is, you know, dealing with velocity issues right now. Uh, they think they found the f- mechanical flaw. Uh, by the way, you, I, I know you're a couple picks away, but Austin Meadows trade. What, what's your thought on that one there? Um, I don't think Austin Meadows' value changes at all. Like to me, like not at all i don't i like he can't hit lefties so i think he's kind of the same guy either the tigers play him a bit against lefties and then he like has a worse batting average but maybe a few more counting stats okay a pitcher who i wanted it actually sat there until i picked i will take eduardo rodriguez that's a good pick i obviously didn't want him that bad or else i would have taken him last time but yeah at least that salvages a little bit i was kind of hoping to get like i said two guys from that other group anyways back to that trade Obviously, value up for Josh Lowe, although I'm not totally sold that the Rays play him every day because they're the Rays, and he's a rookie. So I, I probably won't get any Josh Lowe in my last couple drafts, like tonight or, or anything else that I have Let's this see week. see how far he slips. Yeah. Because he's a speed guy. That's yeah. one thing I like about him. Um, you know, Sean was asking about Josh Lowe. And I, Sean Davis, thanks for the question. Um, I, I do like him, and I wish I had him in a, a few more places. But I'm also not going to take him, like, over Torkelson or, you know, he's not, he's not that level yet, especially because of the playing time. I agree. Uh, yeah. I have him. I, I moved his projection after the trade, but I still have him pretty low. No pun intended. And, uh, but, but with Meadows, the, the one problem I see with the Tigers with Meadows is eventually it creates a log jam where they have Meadows, Badu, Grossman, and then Riley Green comes back. But that's so far away. Like, I think this sets them up to not rush Riley Green back. Like, I know he was going to make the team, but six to eight weeks, and then he's going to – I think it gives them a chance to have him play, like, a good month in AAA before they bring him up. And who knows by then. One of those other three could be hurt or having a bad season. So I'm not – I didn't downgrade the other Tigers because of this trade, even though there's the potential for a logjam. I just feel like these things work themselves out often. Yeah, they do. They do. Um, Meadows is going to play a lot, but they also had a spot too. Now, yep. when Riley Green comes back, we'll see what happens. That that's going to be the uh, yeah. That'll be the. I just feel there. like by then either Meadows will be hitting two hundred, or Grossman will be hitting two hundred, or Badu will have re- have a sophomore slump. Something will happen, and they'll have room for Green. Or Green will go on a rehab assignment and play in the minors for a while, maybe not tear the cover off the ball right away, and they'll say you know, well, let's leave him in the minors for a little while longer. Like, I feel like just something will happen there. So I didn't move any of the other Tigers at all. And um, and I and I pretty much left Meadows the same. Park change isn't massive. There's just not – I didn't see much to move on that. I agree. Yeah. A couple of first basemen going, uh, Rizzo and Hoskins. There is another I like there. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully he gets to me. It's in, he's been sitting he – was, he was in my consideration last time around. Uh by the way, Britton Allen asks, what's behind that door? My friend's sitting against there. <laughs> Close. Well, Not too mine. disturbing. It's way yeah, yeah. too disturbing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hoskins, I like. I don't have any Hoskins this year. I like the pick, but I also, I mean, at the same time, I don't have him rated that high. I have I have others rated higher than him at the position and generally speaking, for what it's worth. Hos- we would hit the point in the draft where Hoskins was among my highest ranked guys, but yeah, mm-hmm. I don't have him ranked. I didn't have him ranked as a steal at that pick, but he's, he was among my highest ranked guys. Right on, right on. Yep. Jack Flaherty just goes. That, that's a bold pick. That's difficult. a bold spot for Jack Flaherty. That yeah. is, see, it's Steve all the time getting us talking. Oh, and now you're up for pair. Well, at least yep. Steve didn't snipe you. Yeah, so we're finishing up around here. I'm going to take two guys. Uh, Jared Walsh is the first baseman I like better than those other first basemen. And then... Oh, Dylan Carlson, that's one of your boys this year. Oh, yes, he, 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 he's part of the club. He's part of the Potential leadoff man. Yes, that was not a bad note for him either. So yeah, you like that one. I uh, think that's a, a respectable spot, I think, to take Dylan Carlson. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Uh, parting thoughts. We're going to sign off. People, uh, 
you know, we, we posted the, uh, you can see it on the screen here, hopefully, and we post the link in the chat a couple of times uh, of the link to the, to the live board. You can refresh at your leisure, but any parting thoughts, Fred? Well, how are you? How are you gonna? Are you gonna get volume on pitchers coming up here? What's your plan? Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to. Also, I could just make a plan to use more of my 70 transactions on pitching than yeah maybe than initially planned and stream and stream a little bit, which you can do in this league a little bit if if you wanna wanna you not waste but use some of your transactions. And I didn't use them all last year, so that may end up being part of my plan. But I think I need to be disciplined the rest of the way and probably go with a pitcher at least every other round. The rest yep. of the way until I fill in the rest of my staff. Having three at this point is a little suboptimal. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But maybe I I'll agree. just maybe I'll crush hitting. We'll see. We'll see indeed. Yeah. That's gonna be it for us, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Uh thanks to Winbet for their sponsorship. Uh we'll post this uh on where all you get your podcast. But thanks for those who jumped in the chat there. Good stuff there. Appreciate all the questions. Uh Fred and I'll be back when we bet we're back next week. We'll have real baseball news and stats. So uh thanks for joining us. Have a great day. Thanks. Take care. Thanks for listening. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.